Hello, everybody. Welcome to the zeroth episode of our brand new podcast, The Ember Exchange. We're very excited to share this time with each other and with you. Hopefully, through this first episode, you learn a little bit about us and why we're doing this, because there's a lot of things that you could spend your listening time on. So we'd like to convince you why you should spend it with us. How are you guys? Good. Great. Great. Since this is our first episode, it's probably worthwhile introducing ourselves a little bit, sharing a little bit about who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. So, Heidi, would you like to be our first one off the bat here? Yeah, I can kick us off. As Dylan mentioned, my name is Heidi. I grew up on a small lake called English Lake, about 10 minutes outside of the city of Manitowoc, Wisconsin. And for any of you who are thinking, "Mm, Manitowoc might sound a little bit familiar, it's because it is the home of Stephen Avery from Making a Murderer. Basically, Stephen Avery murdered Teresa Halbach, allegedly. He's still in jail today, but there's a lot of questioning that because he was actually wrongly convicted of rape Mm. years and years ago, and he was in jail for 16 years for a rape that he did not commit. Then he was released, and there was the murder of Teresa Halbach, and there was a $36 million lawsuit against the, the county of Manitowoc. While all of that was going down is when Teresa was murdered. So there's debate on whether he was framed by the city of Manitowoc or if he actually committed the murder. If you watch it, I just want you to know that there are also good parts about Manitowoc. (laughs) There are some good people who come out of there. That's where I'm from. So I grew up water skiing, wakeboarding, slaloming doing all of the boat activities. I would say being behind a boat is very much my happy place. I went to a high school that had 56 kids in my graduating class, very small, private school. Everyone knew everyone and their grandmother and their grandmother's life story. So that's one vibe. After I graduated high school, I went to UW um, Madison for college and studied financial planning where there's like 56 kids on one dorm floor out of 11 floors in one dorm. And there's how many dorms on campus? A little bit of culture shock, but we made it through highs and lows of college. I liked Madison so much, I just never really left. There you go. Here we are today. Now we're doing a podcast with this random pair that you met, not even, honestly, not even eight months ago. That is true. That is true. I think we met in April. But... (laughs) Jill and I have been back and forth pretty much every day since then. So after me, maybe judging Heidi a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm small and I like to talk. Yeah, I admitted it. It's fine. (laughs) You judged her for being small and liking to talk? Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. What are you against small people? Uh, It's just small hands, really. It's just (laughs) abnormal. You know, like how do you hold plates or glasses? How do you get around in life? I really am convinced that it's a disadvantage in life. Like, my phone screen is way too big. Do not tell me just to get a smaller phone, because I like my bigger phone. But my thumb doesn't reach all the way. And I also can't carry as many things in my hands at one time. Hmm. Also, my foot is as big as most people's hand. (laughs) It's fine. If you have any really good recommendations for women's shoes that come in a size 5, that do not look like children's shoes, I would really love to know. Please leave in the comments below. That's enough about me. All right. So who is this pair that met Heidi? 
or at least half of that pair. I'm Jillian. I was adopted from China as a small child, six months old, approximately. That's made up, but that's for another time. Sorry, and what's made up? My birthday. Okay. Yeah. Not that you were adopted. That part no, wasn't no, made up. No, that is a true statement. Sorry for the confusion there. I was adopted from China as a baby. I'm Chinese. I grew up in Washington State in the northwest corner, about seven minutes from the Canadian border, closer to Vancouver, Canada than Seattle, Washington, for anyone that wants a reference geographically. I grew up what my mother likes to describe as an active child, which has now turned into an active adult. Can confirm. Yes, very much so. That includes things like riding dirt bike around my dad's 13 acres, riding horse and four-wheelers, going on hikes in the mountains, skiing, snowboarding, many outdoor activities. I think if you could think of it, we've probably at least tried it. Riding motorcycle and mountain bikes are some of our favorite activities. In 2023, my most recent active activity was to jump off a bridge in the form of bungee jumping. I'm pretty sure I was more nervous for both of them than they were for themselves. <laughs> I did scream, but that adds to the excitement of it, I think. So it was a great time. I moved to Madison in August of 2017, about seven, eight months after we had started dating. And I'll let him tell you about himself, but he was in grad school. And so that's why we were here. And that has recently concluded. So now we are Wisconsinites really have been for the last over six years. That's a story for another time. Very romantic. Dylan does not like to use that word, yeah. but I use it. Yes, yes. I wouldn't really describe it as romantic either, but Heidi knows the story, so maybe we'll let her tell it. Okay, in future uh, episodes, we will leave comments on whether or not it's romantic. Yeah, you guys can decide. Could you also tell us maybe a little bit about your educational background and how that pertains to what you do now or doesn't? Hot take. He's asking that question because it pertains none. It's zero. I also went to a small Christian high school. I graduated with 94 kids in my class. That was a record year. I went to a small college as well, which had about 1,200 students at the time, which means I graduated with about 350 students in my college class. I studied sport management and business management. I played softball during college, soccer during my freshman year, but softball through all four years and really aspired to be a coach someday. So I did. I coached after I graduated at my college for a year until I met my husband and we moved to Madison and I decided that coaching, it just wasn't for me. I kind of knew that after the first year of it though. So I got into industrial distribution. A logical next step for most people. Dental training and coaching. And then you go into industrial distribution. I know that's where everybody believes that they are going to end up. (laughs) And I am now, the fancy title would be service center manager. So I manage a service center, but really it is operations. So if you need bearings, belts, drives motors i'm your girl leave me a comment or don't (laughs) don't Don't. don't. yeah don't you know (coughs) don't like i'm gonna edit so much (coughs) i told them that they could say whatever they wanted i regret that (laughs) anyway ellen can you tell me how did you get here 
And what are you doing now? Does your schooling apply to that? Because mine doesn't. I can't tell if you're trying to make fun of me. I wasn't or making fun, fun of yourself. I laugh at myself. I made a good joke today, guys, and I made it to both of you. I just want you to know. I'm sorry, I don't remember a good joke that you made today. That's why I laugh at myself because nobody else will laugh Wait, with now me. You have to tell us it. I was like, guys, today is pod day. I'm kind of oh. stoked. <laughs> because huh? Amber Exchange, you it get took it? me a minute. You but stoked I got it. a fire. You, you stoke do. embers into a fire. For those of you who don't get it, you probably clicked on this episode and are like, why is it called Ember Exchange? We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I laughed at my own joke. So I'll just... Via text. That's why I don't remember it. Because it was had it not funny. Been, it had... I think I ha-ha'd it. Thanks. You're welcome. I appreciate I that. I ha-ha'd it also. Okay. So give no, me... No, you did. You... I your line you was... I... You just... You replied and you were like, you're hilarious, dear. Yeah. After ha-ha'ing it. So... Thanks for the ha-ha's, friends. Okay. You're very welcome. All right, Dylan, we want to know about you. Yeah, so I'm Dylan. I am not the youngest. Usually I'm the youngest in any situation, but Heidi's younger than me, so that's kind of fun. I was born in South Dakota, that's where I'm from, on the eastern half. So I always like to tell people that South Dakota is divided in half by the river. There's the western half, which is really fun and interesting. We've got the Badlands and Mount Rushmore and Waldrug. It's the, the highlight of West River. And East River is really boring and flat. And so I'm from the boring and flat side. But I did grow up in the largest city, if you can even call it that, in South Dakota, Sioux Falls. And I was homeschooled, actually, all the way through high school. So I came from a class of one. So we have a theme here of everyone having very small high school experiences. But I take the victory on that one on having the smallest. But you are not an only child. I was not an only child. am still not an only child. Currently. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) I have a younger brother, and he is currently in medical school, which is pretty neat. So he'll be a doctor like me someday, a different kind of doctor, which uh, leads to what I have done in in my education and am now. I got an engineering degree from a small school in Northwest Iowa, and then I got my PhD in mechanical engineering from UW-Madison. I am now a research scientist at the university, continuing some of the work from my doctoral. So different kind of doctor. Can we call you Dr. Dillon? If you'd like, I won't stop you, though it does sound kind of weird. Let's just probably go with just Dylan. Okay. I love it. Dr. Dylan, it sounds so cool. Thanks. You're welcome. The reason that I'm here at this table is because I think that the three of us have some interesting things that we think about, and we have conversations with each other, and we would like to expand that beyond just the three of us, and perhaps share a cross-section of what middle-class middle America, particularly the younger people of middle-class middle America, think. Not just about, you know, our day-to-day lives. You'll probably hear some of that. But what's going on in our community, in our nation, and globally. A really key piece of it, something that hasn't come up necessarily in our backgrounds here, is that we are all believers in Jesus Christ. That is the primary lens through which we view everything in our lives. So we think that there's something unique about a perspective that is foundationally based on scripture. That light that is in us, we would like to share with other people 
who are like-minded. So that really brings us to why we are calling this podcast The Ember Exchange, because we believe that all believers have light in us, and we would like to share that. If you're listening, you're hearing perhaps some of the light that we have to share, but we hope that this is a two-way street, right? We're not old, we're not super wise by any means, hopefully wiser than we were yesterday, but we also want to be in a position to learn as well. And so that's kind of what our objective here is. How about you guys? What brings you to this table? To add on to that, definitely not wise. We are not experts in any or all of the things that we may discuss. We are here to continue to foster conversations between the three of us that we have been having and continue to have. And we want to expand that to everyone out in the world around us. Yeah. That's big. At least the English speaking world. We want to exchange that light through those conversations that we have. I think it's important, at least for myself, as I had shared earlier, I am literally an average girl from small town, Wisconsin. (laughs) I'm not here necessarily to build a platform because I don't think that you need a platform in order to have influence. I think it is encouraging at the same time to know that there are other people out there who think similarly to you your normal everyday Janes and Joes that are like-minded can become your friends in your community and you have so much more in common when you have common values. So I'm here to foster that community and let you know that you're not alone if you ever feel alone because sometimes being a Christian can be isolating if you don't have good community. This is a way that you can just see things from a biblical perspective and maybe agree with us or disagree with us, but spark some some thought and encourage you to go out and spark some fires in your own community because the embers, they grow and they evolve. And when we come together, we make a lot of heat and we can start a fire. I think there needs to be more fire for Jesus Christ because fire is so destructive, right? But it also... It's transformative. It's transformative. It creates a space for new life and new growth. And I think if we do that in the name of Jesus Christ, that we can make a really huge impact on the world. Yeah. If you're a a listener and conversation about Jesus and having light in you is new to you, or maybe you're not so sure that that's something that's for you, we'll talk about all sorts of things. There will be conversations about popular culture and politics and, yes, it will be through our lens of treasuring Jesus, but hopefully you can still find something interesting and useful in what we have to say, even if that's not something that you're totally convinced of. And I think it'll be intriguing to see that sometimes amongst us, we will have different opinions. Oh, certainly. Even though we believe the same thing and we love the same Lord and we have the same values. We're going to have differing opinions on things. And I think that's healthy and good. So absolutely come for some good debate, maybe a few laughs around along the way. We'll try not to get angry, genuinely angry at each other. I think that's unlikely. Righteous. Pretty pretty (laughs) unlikely. At the end of the night, we will still be friends. We better be. We will. I am not sacrificing my friendship. No. Not not even close. That's what we're here for. Values igniting conversation. Jill, what does the concept of an ember mean to you? Two parts. One, being the remnants or the leftovers of a fire. It actually makes me think of one occasion as a child 
my active childhood. We were camping and my mom had bought me new pants. They were kind of a cream tan color. So that, I mean, really was her first mistake. But I was trying them on, so I wanted to show my dad. So I ran outside from our camper, and I tripped into what appeared to be a very out fire. But there were just a few embers left in there. And I burnt my pinky. And I also turned my cream pants not cream anymore, covered in ash. It reminds me of that story. When we look around us, as Heidi is saying, right, the encouragement that sometimes being... A Christian light in this world can feel really isolating. We look at that fire pit and we're like, ah, it's just a big old black pile of ash. But even the smallest ember can leave a mark, make a change. The second part of that, the transformative part of it is even that single ember can start another fire. So it's not just the remnants of what is, what was, but also potentially a sign for what could be or can be. That's why we're here, y'all. Well, thank you, both of you, for joining me in this conversation. I think, yes, we've known each other for a little over six months, but I've learned some, especially about Heidi. I like to think I know a fair deal about my wife. (laughs) But I appreciate this ability to have a formal introduction for each other as well as the embers. And I look forward to seeing where this goes, right? We want this to be a space where We don't hold back. We don't pull any of our punches, but we want to address things with truth first. It's a truth forward podcast. If you haven't caught it at this point, the name of our podcast, guys, is The Ember Exchange. So welcome to The Ember Exchange. Yes. We are here to exchange those conversations and that community with you through this light that we have in our lives. I'm excited to do this alongside my husband. Excited to have you here, Heidi. Yes. Friend. And thank you guys for joining us. It may feel like we're small in number, but we're also going to try to grow. And hopefully through this, you are able to identify others who are like-minded, not just in the Ember community, but maybe this will encourage you to reach out to those around you and find that community if you don't already have it. Yeah. We'd love it if you would like. And subscribe. subscribe. Leave us a review. And because we're truth forward, tell us the truth. We would love to have a five-star review. 100%. That's the truth. But we also want to hear from you. We want to get your feedback on all of this. And we want to learn about you too. Are we going to call it the Ember Collective? Engage with us as well as other members of the Ember Collective. Yeah. We are a collection of embers starting a fire for the Lord. And true. And fun. And fun. Yes. We're going to have fun. We're going to yeah. have fun. I had fun. I did. I also had fun. And I don't even like listening to my own voice. <laughs> Better get used so. to it. Anyway, thank you for your attention. And we'll catch you in the next episode. See you then. Burn bright. <laughs> <laughs>